This is the Tao of Christ, and I'm Marshall Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which church historian Evelyn Underhill called the Unit of Life, and which Richard Rohr calls the Universal Christ, and which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. This is the Tao of Christ. morning. This is Marshall Davis, recording this outside on a cool September morning here in New Hampshire. Today I'm going to be talking about depression and non-dual awareness. I have seasonal affective disorder. It's a form of depression related to circadian rhythm, our body's response to the cycle of the seasons. It's caused by a decrease in sunlight in the autumn and winter. It is a physical condition that has to do with the levels of the neurotransmitter serotonin in the brain. It's not related to any events happening in life other than the seasons. I'm talking about this today because it has started to show its symptoms recently, like it does every September. In fact, this week I had an appointment with my primary care physician to address it, like I do every year at this time. Please don't send me your home remedies for SAD. I have tried them all over the years, and some help, like light boxes and vitamin D and outdoor exercise. I have also found that it helps if I shake up my daily routine. For that reason, I'm probably going to cut back on recording these podcasts and videos, not do them as often, and focus on some other projects. I have been neglecting my blog, so I need to get back to writing that. I also have a couple of ideas for books, possibly collecting and editing these talks into a book. Listeners have been asking about the possibility of me writing a book that interprets the Bible from non-dual awareness. So I'm thinking of interpreting the Gospel of John from unitive awareness. Now, you might be thinking, wouldn't non-dual awareness stop this from happening? Wouldn't it override conditions like depression and seasonal affective disorder? Wouldn't it prevent negative emotions from arising? Now, I have found that not to be the case. I've heard stories, and probably you have too, of people who were deeply depressed, and they woke up to non-dual awareness, and they were permanently cured of their depression. That makes for dramatic conversion stories. I do not doubt those accounts. But I think it depends on the type and the cause of depression. I think those were the type of depression and neuroses that come from identification with the egoic self. These people were literally lost in their egos and it was causing great emotional suffering. Other types of depression are purely physical, the result of chemical imbalances in the brain. 
I'm thinking of things like bipolar disorder and schizophrenia and a host of other serious mental illnesses and not so serious ones like SAD. For, for me, the seasonal symptoms still arise, but when they do, I do not identify with them and with the psychological self. And that helps immensely. So there is a certain degree of healing that comes from unitive awareness, even in these cases. There is a belief held by many people that the more spiritual you are, the less susceptible you would be to illness, including emotional and mental illness. In Christian circles, it is sometimes said that illness is due to a lack of faith. That if we just had enough faith, we would not be sick. It's the idea behind a lot of Christian faith healing ministries. This is a form of the game called Blame the Victim. That is bear scat, which is what BS is called here in the woods of New Hampshire. We get our share of bear scat here in our yard, and there's a lot of it in Christianity. In other spiritual traditions, it is often assumed that the more spiritual you are, the less sick you will be. I know that myth well because my ancestors here in this part of New Hampshire were Christian scientists who were really into that idea. They believe that all you have to do is get in harmony with the divine mind and all illnesses disappear. Another form of the idea prevalent today is that enlightenment cures all ills. That's more bear scat. I'm sure you can think of a lot of spiritual people that you have known over the years who were very ill and died of those illnesses. Some of you know the name of Ramana Maharshi. He is one of the most well-known of 20th century spiritual teachers. He died of cancer. The same with Ramakrishna, who lived in the 19th century. He died of throat cancer. Now, if non-dual awareness cured diseases, these people would not have died of cancer. The Buddha is said to have died of food poisoning. If spiritual maturity or spiritual enlightenment cures all physical ailments, then the Buddha would not have died. He would have simply drifted off into nirvana and bypassed death, like Elijah and Enoch was said to do in the Bible. They were thought to have ascended to heaven without dying, which, by the way, didn't happen. Those biblical stories are just poetic and symbolic ways of describing death. The body is part of the physical world. Depression and other mental illnesses are usually physical ailments of the brain, which is part of the body. So if you have a mental illness, see a mental health professional. Don't think that spirituality will solve all your physical and psychological problems. If you have a physical ailment, see a physician. Don't think a faith healer is going to heal you. What unitive awareness will do is make the problems and the illnesses no longer yours. And that removes 
a big burden and reduces a lot of the suffering. It dispels the idea that you are a vulnerable little being that is doomed to suffer and die. Waking up from that idea makes illness much easier to bear. I think that's what Jesus meant when he invited us to take his yoke upon us. He said, for his yoke is easy and his burden is light. It didn't mean that his body and mind or our bodies and minds wouldn't have burdens. It means that they are easy to bear when we do not identify with the physical body and the psychological self. We are not our body. We are not our brain. We are not the psychological selves that compound physical problems with anxiety and neuroses and all sorts of other psychological conditions. Unitive awareness ends the suffering that comes from identification with the individual body-mind. In that sense, you could say that unitive awareness is a cure for suffering. In unitive awareness, we rest in our true selves, which is no self, which does not suffer or die. As the Bible says, there is no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. We are not the old self of the old order of things. We are the universal self of the kingdom of God. Jesus did not free himself from all suffering and pain. In fact, the scriptures call him a man of suffering, familiar with pain. It says that he took on the suffering of the world. The universal self, who is the universal Christ, includes the suffering of the whole world. This is non-duality. And this is what the cross is all about. Not trying to escape from pain out of fear, but embracing pain as part of the whole of being. It is compassion, which means literally to suffer with. A lot of people misunderstand what the Buddha meant when he taught that the Four Noble Truths and the Eightfold Path were about the end of suffering. It is indeed release from suffering, but not in the way that most people think. It is not the elimination of physical malfunctions and the physical and psychological pain that can accompany that. It's not a get-out-of-pain-free card. That's what the ego wants it to be. The ego wants to live forever without pain. Salvation or enlightenment or awakening, whatever you want to call it, includes pain as part of the whole. That's the meaning of the cross. It embraces death with its physical and psychological pain. The cross symbolizes the death of the body and ego and all its fantasies of having a pain-free existence. As long as there is a body, there is pain. As long as there is a psyche, there is psychological suffering. But in unitive awareness, we cease to identify with the psyche and the body. Therefore, it is not us who is suffering, 
who we really are does not suffer any more than spirit can feel physical pain. But we still see the suffering of the self and the suffering of other selves around us and we empathize. We have compassion with those who are suffering, including the suffering of our selves. But the true self does not itself suffer. The suffering of our little separate selves is viewed from the big self in the same way that the suffering of others is viewed. Now, if you see someone hit their thumb with a hammer, your thumb does not hurt, but you feel for that person. In fact, you might actually flinch physically in empathy when you see that. If you have a loved one that suffers, you suffer with them. That's the way we relate also to the suffering of our psychological selves as someone other than who we really are, other than our true self. It's not us who suffers, but we feel it's suffering. Suffering is part of this one reality, but it loses its sting. It no longer threatens us. In the same way, unitive awareness is liberation from suffering. It takes the sting out of death. Just as the Apostle Paul says, because a self that dies is not the true self. This is the way of Jesus. To quote Jesus in full, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble of heart, and you will find rest. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Unitive awareness is abiding in Christ. It is resting in the universal Christ. It is finding our identity in the divine Christ and living out of that identity and not as separate beings. As such, we are freed from the burdens and pains and sufferings of separate existence. But... We exchange it for the compassion and the cruciform love of the eternal Christ who is perfect love. That means bearing one another's burdens, which the Bible says is fulfilling the way of Christ. This is the way of unitive awareness. This is the Tao of Christ. That's it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ.